The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Blackbird. My cat's least favorite song in the whole catalog. <laughs> I used to be underwhelmed by this number. It seemed like a road, albeit pretty on the surface, acoustic work. Then I learned it was about civil rights. You know, Blackbird, Bird is a Girl with British Slang. Get it? <laughs> it is the most listened to song on the White Album on Spotify, beating While My Guitar Jelly Weeps by over 130 million plays, which is... It's comforting to me. Um, It's interesting. In the midst of social upheaval and bad energy emanating within the Beatles circle, Paul writes this calm ditty. I used to consider the argument that John's directness was more appropriate in getting your point across, but Mm. 353 million listeners can't be wrong. (laughs) That's right. You know, this this song reminds me of a couple things. One being my freshman year college roommate, who is still a good friend, teaching himself how to play this song and continuing to play it all year. <laughs> Just never stopping. I feel like that's kind of a common move for guitar players, mm-hmm. even though I have never tried to learn it. Uh, I don't know if you have. Have you attempted nope. Blackbird? Nope. Not okay. yet. Not yet. Not yet. But, hey, why not? Uh, and the second one is when I saw Paul play this song live and he told the story about what this song was about and saying it was like what was happening in the South in the 60s. And and I didn't know that until I heard him say that. And it was very affecting. And then the stage rose <laughs> as he played it, revealing a bird or a dove on a video screen underneath him. It was. It made me tear up a little bit, but you know, I I love this song, and I think you do have a good point about how John is often more direct, and he's maybe more effective with getting his point across when he's trying to say something. Mm-hmm. But you know, there is something to be said about illusion and subtlety in in a creative work, and that's. I don't think that Paul wasn't trying to. I don't know. Hide what he was talking about. I don't know if you think that, like, if he, he was trying, what if he was ruffling any feathers, but. Well, I mean, I if he up, was, he was up. doing the same thing that John did by saying, count me out in. Or, right. you know, just count me out. You know, like, he, yeah. there was some fear of what, uh, you know, some blowback uh, from, you know, racists. Right. Uh, half my audience is gone. <laughs> Damn it. Ah! Uh, it's it. That's uh, that's saying a lot. That you still love this song, even though you heard it played poorly for a year. <laughs> that's, Not poorly. Well, he I mean, gradually very... better, but yeah. you know, over and over and over again. And hey, you know, everyone's got a thing that they do. Yeah. It, you know, everyone. Every when you live with someone, every, like there's something that they do mm-hmm. that you just get used to. Yeah, okay. You get used to it. I, I thought you were going to say that you tolerate, but, you know, I, no. it's still the song that is still not ruined for you. Is, oh, absolutely is, not. That, that's that's pretty, uh, that's a good 
sign of a good song, I guess. I guess so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Paul wrote this at Rishikesh. No way. Way. But it was also written on McCartney's farm in Scotland. Shortly afterwards, on the first night, his future wife, Linda Eastman, stayed at his house in London. McCartney performed a song to the fans waiting outside the gates. And uh, Margot Stevens, I love the name Margot, uh, was quoted. She was one of the fans. She said, a few of us were there. The Apple Scruffs, uh, they were yes. called. We had the feeling something was going to happen. Paul didn't take the mini inside the way he usually did. He parked it on the road, and he and Linda walked right past us. They went inside, and we stood there, watching different lights in the house go on and off. In the end, the light went on in the mad room at the top of the house, where he kept all his music stuff and his toys. Paul opened the window and called out to us. Are you still down there? Yes, we said. He must be really happy tonight. He sat on the window sill with his acoustic guitar and sang Blackbird, Blackbird to us as we stood down there in the dark. Oh. He has a habit of doing that, where he just continues playing whatever song for whoever's there, or not, yeah. not for, well, sometimes forcing it upon them, but... <laughs> Ruining a Rolling Stones release party, right. you know, <laughs> yes. sure. Uh, McCarty explained on Chaos and Creation at Abbey Road, it aired in 2005, that the guitar accompaniment for Blackbird was inspired by Johann Sebastian Bach's Bure in E Minor a well-known lute piece, often played on the classical guitar. As teenagers, he and George Harrison tried to learn it as a show-off piece. The music of Blackbird features a number of time signature changes, the phrase Blackbird singing to Denonize in 3-4, while much of the remainder of the song switches between 4-4 and 2-4. The lyrics were inspired by the civil rights movement in America. The Blackbird of the title was said to represent a typical woman facing oppression in the era. Paul said, I had in mind a black woman rather than a bird. Those were the days of the civil rights movement, which all of us cared passionately about. So this was really a song for me to a black woman experiencing these problems in the States. Let me encourage you to keep trying, to keep your faith. There is hope. As is often the case with my things, a veiling took place. So rather than say black woman living in Little Rock and be very specific, she became a bird, became symbolic. So you could apply it to your particular problem. In 2018, McCarty further elaborated, explained that Blackbird should be interpreted as Black Girl. His stepmother, Angie McCartney, claimed that McCartney wrote it for her elderly mother, Edith Stopforth, who was staying at Jim McCartney's house while recovering from a long illness. Angie recalled that McCartney visited the house and sat at Edith's bedside, where Edith told him that she would listen to a bird singing at night. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's not about civil rights. It's... <laughs> It's about me. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Although McCartney has been consistent in the meaning, there are still varied interpretations. As a nature song, a message in support of the Black Power movement, or a love song. Writing in the 1990s, Ian McDonald noted the theory that Blackbird was intended as a metaphor for the Black civil rights struggle, but put into the composition's romantic qualities, arguing that the early morning bird song translates into a succinct metaphor for awakening on a deeper level. However, during an informal rehearsal at EMI Studios on November 22, 1968, before he and Donovan, Donovan again, took He's part... Back. 
took part in a Mary Hopkins recording session, McCartney played Blackbird, telling Donovan that he wrote it after having read something in the paper about the riots, and that he meant the Blackbird to symbolize a black woman. And that McCartney and Donovan improv session is on YouTube. So It's very interesting. So, so you could, uh, you know, I could prove I'm not a liar by what, of what I just said. Paul McCartney recorded Blackbird alone on June 11th, 1968, with just a guitar for accompaniment. It was taped in Abbey Road Studio 2, while John Lennon worked on Revolution 9 next door in Studio 3. Those are two different tracks, for sure. Uh-huh. The song was recorded with George Martin as producer and Jeff Emmerich. He was still there as the audio engineer. It is a solo performance with McCarty playing a Martin D28 acoustic guitar. The track includes recordings of a male common blackbird singing in the background. The, t- uh, the tapping you hear has been incorrectly identified as a metronome in the past. Who says Jeff Emmerich said it's actually the sound of Paul tapping his foot. The mono version contains the bird sounds a few seconds earlier than the stereo, rec- st- stereo recording. It was originally issued on a mono incarnation of the Beatles. It has since been issued worldwide as part of the Beatles and Mono CD box set. The song appears on Love with Yesterday, billed as Blackbird slash Yesterday. Blackbird provides an introduction to Yesterday. McCarty recorded 32 takes of Blackbird, only 11 of which were complete. Uh, Stuart Eltham, an engineer at Abbey Road, said... He taped the, uh, the Blackbird sound effects in 1965 in his back garden in Ickenham. Two recordings. One of the bird singing in the, and another recording of an alarm sound when I startled it. <laughs> Take 4 of Blackbird was included on Anthology 3. The version transposes the final verse with one of the Blackbird fly into the light of dark black night sections. Ah, along with McCartney's Helter Skelter, Black Bear was one of several White Album songs that Charles Manson interpreted <sighs> as Beatles' prophecy of an apocalyptic race war that would lead to him and his family, in quotes, of followers ruling the U.S. on countercultural cultural principles. Manson interpreted the lyrics as a call to black Americans to wage war under white counterparts and instructed his followers to commit a series of murders in Los Angeles in August 1969 to trigger such a conflict. Fortunately, Rick Dalton saved the day at the end. Uh, Did you like that movie? Yeah. Did you? I liked it, too. I thought it was it was a slow burn, but, you know. I, I, I went with a friend, and um, in fact, it was probably the last movie I saw in the theater there. And, okay. Uh, and um, the scene when the dog goes off mm-hmm. on the, on the intruder, I turned to my friend and said, uh, who directed this again? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Speaking <although>, of subtlety. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> although the 1985 Mr. Mister song, Broken Wings, contains an identical lyric. Mr. So Mister, these broken wings <laughs> and then to fly again. Mr. Mr. Member, Richard Page, Mr. Mr. Member, has described this as a mindless, unintentional reference attributable to songwriter John Lang being inspired by Cahill Gibran's 1912 book, Broken Wings. So there. 
Blackbird appears on the Crosby, Stills, and Nash 1991 box set, having been recorded during the sessions for the album Crosby, Stills, and Nash. They performed it often in concert, also at their performance at Woodstock, and a live version appeared in 2014 on the CSNY 1974 album. For the 2001 film I Am Sam, Sarah McLaughlin provided a version of the song on a soundtrack made up entirely of Beatles covers. Mm-hmm. The Dandy Warhols released a recording of the song in July 2009 after the death of Michael Jackson, fulfilling a promise made in the first and title track of their 2003 album, Welcome to the Monkey House. The lyric being, when Michael Jackson dies, we're covering Blackbird. God. <laughs> the line was thought to partially reference Jackson's ownership of the Beatles' back catalog of songs when he bought Associated Television, which had previously acquired Northern songs in the mid-1980s. Oh, my God. Sarah Darley recorded the song in November 2011 for the album Let Us In Nashville, a tribute to Linda McCartney, and it was released as a single. Darling's version was later featured in the 200th episode of Criminal Minds. Who could forget? Dave Grohl performed the song during the In Memoriam tribute at the 88th Academy Awards. Rock's only drummer. <laughs> the spokesman of rock. Love count. How many times is love mentioned in the song? Zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> Josie Scale, is this song better than Your Love by the Outfield? I say, yeah. Yes, obviously, it's a yeah for me as well. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the Outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine. 